0: Welcome to a new episode of Job Tales, the podcast where you can listen to dozens of interviews and learn about your potential future favorite job. Today's guest is Arno Zirnelt. He's a water and snow rider. He teaches snowboarding in winter and kite surfing and sailing in summer. Enjoy. Arno. a second time that we meet, uh, just because I got stolen, my laptop and your interview. So uh, doing it again, I'm happy because uh, we had like a first First run, and this is like the real run, you are a water and snow rider, meaning a kite surfer and a snowboarder, and you do this on a daily basis, and it's your job. I'm sure that a lot of listeners are going to say, ah, how do you do that? Please, I want to do the same. So tell me, how do you do that?
1: So I do that uh, because um, I have uh, do a lot of certificate for being able to do that and after uh, I work from the winter middle December to beginning of April and the middle of April to beginning November of uh, kiteboarding and sailing uh, with the school and uh, my holidays are November and middle December. So it's a totally complete year.
0: Fantastic. So where do you go on holidays?
1: Generally, because I'm in holidays in November and December, I choose hot water and hot country. So the last uh, holidays was in French Polynesia. Two years before, it was in Brazil. Four years before, it was in Bali. So generally, hot water.
0: Fantastic. And I believe you do on holidays what you do for work, right? Exactly. (laughs) This is like a dream come true, right? Which is, I'm very happy for you and uh, I'm partly jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, of course, you know, you say from December to April, you're doing your your snowboarding and then April to November, you do the sailing and kiteboarding. How did you get there? Because of course, you, you must have started somewhere
1: yeah i have started uh, pretty young the the snowboard and the, the ski and the uh, sailing and kiting it's like just uh 10 years before And I start, I really grow up uh, and enjoy with that. And I was needed to do something after the winter. So the sailing and kiting was a a big and good plan. So I enjoy a lot and work a lot to do that. But Mm -hmm. uh, when I win the certificate, I was so happy to mix my life with the snowboard the winter and kiting the summer.
0: And when you say certificate, so what is it? What what does it take to to get?
1: It's a a thing you need to work with that in France. After in the rest of the world, uh, you don't need a, a, a thing like that. But uh, in France, we got uh, some good law. And uh, for working with that, you have to be able uh, to do that uh, with some people. So the certificate is obligatory. In snowboarding, it's like four years to finish the certificate. And in sailing and kiting, it's like one year. So you can do that pretty quickly. And after, you can work with that.
0: And uh, in the certificate, like, are you an instructor? Yeah, totally. Okay. So you can teach others to snowboard and to kite surf and sail because you... Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if I want to open a school, do I also need the certificate? Exactly. I mean, it it applies for both sports. uh, So so both on snow and on water. Yeah. Yeah, You got to have that. But I guess it's different um, institutes or different, let's say, companies that uh, deliver the certificate to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's uh, really a particularity in France, and I say before, in mm. other countries, like maybe Brazil or Bali, you don't need a special certificate, but uh, you need to be kindly with uh, the local people.
0: <laughs> okay, to be accepted and uh, okay. So you, if I if I land in Bali tomorrow and I wanna, I wanna start teaching kite surfing, I can. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's possible because no special law about that. Just uh, respect mm. the work of the local people.
0: Okay, awesome. Do you know anything about United States? If it's possible.
1: Mm, I don't know the law in United States, but I think it's maybe nearly than the France. Just uh, the, the country, not really development of that, like, uh, yeah, Brazil, ba- Bali, or mm. French Polynesia, uh, you, you can work without.
0: Just like that, But yeah. it's
1: always better to work with.
0: With a certificate, huh? with like a def- when you're doing scuba diving, you would have the party that it's international. Exactly. Done acknowledge okay and having done both why the certificate for snowboarding is takes longer than the kite surfing
1: because uh, you can't snowboard every day from the year so in example you have to do like 8 weeks of um, examination but maybe you can just do two or three in a winter because uh, a lot of people are waiting for doing that. So, if you have to do eight, you have to wait maybe three or four years to do that. Mm, because I see. the summer is not possible. And you can kite every day in a year. So, no trouble with the, the problematic of the, the climate.
0: Mm, I see. So, backtracking to your younger years, uh, you were... Um, a snowboarder, did you do that competitive?
1: Yeah, I was competing a lot uh, in free riding.
0: Okay. And w- the free riding, how old are you when you were doing competitions on free riding? So
1: I was starting the competition at 25. I'm still uh, riding, a free riding competition and for myself until mm. today. So 25 to 35.
0: Oh, okay. Great. Uh, when you were doing competitions, were you paid for it or would you, like, receive just prices if you win?
1: Yeah, exactly. You receive prices uh, when you win and after some company give you some gear, snowboard, uh, hoodies or something like that when you are pretty good and uh, you can represent the, the brand.
0: Okay. Do you Can you get paid also yeah. by the company? Yeah, yeah. They can,
1: Generally, they give you... Um, some cash to do all the year, some competition, maybe taking some plane, do some stuff like that.
0: Okay. So the, the free riding and the snowboarding was your first passion. Exactly. And then kite surfing came by. How did it happen?
1: So it happens um, because I was doing a, a special faculty in the sport. The speciality of the faculty was the snowboard. And uh, Mm. after, you got three choices for complete the year uh, between the kayak, the um, escalade.
0: Uh, Yeah, climbing.
1: Climbing, exactly. And sailing. So my Mm. first choice was the climbing because I was pretty good on it. I was uh, doing the, the entry test. It was a victory. And after, the guy, we, we was uh, a lot of in the school of climbing. So the guy said, if you want to check uh, what is in the sailing school, you can. Uh, and I just check, And I was really in love with that. Just discovered this sport. Mm-hmm. And I totally start from the totally beginning and in two years, so two summer time, I totally win the the thing. And after I was totally certificate, so able to work with that. I do my first job um, of sailing in Corsica uh, hmm. and my second one in Grissant. And since from this time, I was staying to Grissant. <laughs>
0: Um, When you were saying that you were um, studying sports, is that what you were doing at university?
1: So, no, uh, my first choice, because my parents work in the law, the name in France is the notaria.
0: Notaria, okay, like notary?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I was doing my license, so three years, and uh, after that, I totally changed for the sports, because... Sports was an idea since I was really, really young. But uh, my parents want some proof I can do something other like they do. So I was doing the, the low thing. And when I finish, I say, OK, I got it. So now I can do a thing I really like it. So <laughs> okay. Let me choose the, the thing I can do and let's go trying so yeah that's why i start the the school of sports just after the law and totally win everything
0: Mm. so you could theoretically work as a notary today exactly
1: normally this is the thing because um, in elsass the local thing i come it's a, a special law and when your parents got that Normally you have to to follow that, but my mm-hmm. sister is there and she got it, so
0: she's taking that that, <laughs> that role in the family. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> she's following yeah, the family, so that's good. So that allowed you. Was this license kind of a compromise with your with your parents to do that? Or did you were you interested in doing it anyways? The notary, notaria.
1: No, no, it was just a, a thing to follow the the dream of my parents and got an option uh, if uh, the sport wasn't working or maybe the body break you know uh, because when we are riders the the risk happens Mm. and uh, when I finish that I just say Mm -hmm. okay let me choose what uh, thing I really like.
0: Yeah, that's quite wise, actually. From yeah, <laughs> to to do having Plan B ready in case something happens. So, uh, but I mean, knocking on wood, <laughs> you're still in one piece <laughs> and still riding uh, on snow and you know, on water. So that's that's beautiful. And uh, the teaching part. So, do you enjoy that?
1: Yeah, really, because um, it's not a, a usual job because every people are different. Every pedagogic thing is one way for every people. So Mm -hmm. every day with every student, you have to find a way, the best way they can learn. Mm -hmm. So you can have some beginners every day, but this is not the same job. Every people are different.
0: Yeah. Okay. Did you give yourself uh, any deadline or a timeline where you said, okay, I'm going to try my way with sports and if it doesn't work then i'll switch to plan b
1: uh it wasn't a real plan because i was pretty sure it was working Uh, um, because it was a, a real and big decision to quit the alsace and go to the French Alps and to the south of France. So the plan B wasn't an option. Uh, I really want okay. to, to win that. And uh, it was a total victory, so nice. But uh, awesome. the plan B option wasn't, uh, was uh, rethinking because I, I got a big, big injury on my knee Uh, Like five or six years before, Mm. I was uh, three months in a rolling chair after uh, a big crash. So when I got the time in the rolling chair, I was thinking, oh, maybe the dream is Mm. finished or what? And no, with the work and good rehabilitation, uh, Mm. I'm able to do a lot of things like before.
0: Again, and was it due to uh, snowboarding or wakeboarding, or wakeboarding? Uh, okay, I'm glad that you're that you're better. And looking at the schools, right? Because now you're working um, in winter uh, in the Alps, and then in summer in southern France, in Grisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it easy or hard to find a school to work for?
1: In yeah. which sports?
0: Both, but let's start with uh, kite surfing.
1: So no, no, it's uh, really easy to to get a job in kite surfing. Maybe at the beginning uh, <clears throat> you're not sure to find the spot you you dream, mm. but just maybe next or close to this beach, uh, another kite school uh, needs some teacher because every year the turnover is big and uh, the the work is really here so every new kiteboarder teacher or sailing teacher got a really easy job
0: and uh, so you just knocked at the door of schools and say okay here i am i'm a teacher
1: yeah you can send the curriculum vitae but it's always better to come in real Mm. say hello to the school i'm here for how many times i got this certificate i'm pretty good on that maybe mm-hmm. pretty bad on that just uh be yourself explain all the rules and uh and let's go
0: yeah i believe now you are after a few years you're now a partner right in the school yeah in, uh, mm-hmm. okay Okay, which is uh, which is great. And is it the same thing in uh, in the Alps? Are, are you there a partner, or are you in, independent?
1: In the Alps, I'm totally independent, working from a school. So okay. you got different school on the Alps. You got the ESF, you got Evolution Two. This is the school from where I work. You got mm. the ESI and the UCPA. So this is the big four. And uh, I was working from Evolution 2, and I'm totally independent. And I think the winter, when you are totally certified, it's really, really easy to find a job because uh, a lot of work is here, and all mm. the school are searching teacher every winter.
0: Yeah, okay. And usually how many months uh, solid do you work in winter?
1: Uh, So the winter are working four months, middle December, January, February, March, middle April.
0: And with, you know, the climate changing so much, do you see any any difference over the years for your work?
1: Yeah, it's like 11 years doing that. The winter, I see the changing climate uh, with the hot temperature because we got uh, some depreciation like every year. But generally, the last day of the depression is like maybe raining. This is uh, the thing happening all this winter, like three, mm. four days storming. And the five one was the rain. But uh, I'm pretty optimist. And I think the life is cycling. So maybe this is just a cycle. And, and let's go. We got some pretty good powder the, the next winter. Actually it's snowing mm. today so uh, it's a good day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, bringing good luck to that. So we, you've done it you said for 11 years, right? So over over 11 years, can you say that the number of days that you've worked in a season uh, are more or less the same?
1: Uh, yeah, but it depends of the of the snow for the winter because I'm independent and I really like to share the passion. But to share a passion, it needs to be a passion. So when it's snowing, I don't work. I explain to you. Um, when it's French holidays, so Christmas two weeks and February four weeks, you have to work because this is the busy time and the school really need to you. But after when it's more quiet uh, time, like January, January, this is the storm month. I really choose to work. So if we got like really good snow condition, I choose to not work and ride for myself and maybe prepare mm-hmm. for the competition. Ah. And this year I just uh, put me off one week on the planning at the middle of January. It w- it was really powdery, but all the next day I stay open because the the snow wasn't really good.
0: Hmm. Okay. So because you're still doing competitions, that's an element I didn't know. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, pretty much finding your balance between. Uh, I, and so the work that you do in winter, does it, let's say, cover your your cost of living for winter or does it spend across winter for, for the rest of the year? Like how do you uh, actually budget your life?
1: In France, the teaching skiing and snowboarding is really a, a good work. You win a lot of money with that. So, a lot of my friends work a lot, a lot the winter. But after the rest of the year, they, they just travel, surf, or be in holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, I choose to work a little bit, but ride a lot. So, do a complete mix with that. I win uh, some good money to live, uh, buy my credits because um, I got one houses uh, on the Alps, another one on Grisson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I have to pay my credit, but uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty it's pretty comfy the winter.
0: And you're you're able to live off of your passions. Exactly. Okay. That's wonderful, are you the only one doing that <laughs> can 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 many people choose to have a life like this and and live from this <laughs>
1: uh, yeah yeah I, I think every people who are really sure they can able to do that they can do that It's just after a question of uh, being really really sure do the maximum of yourself or uh, doing that and after it's possible in example uh, all my friends uh, in the winter are not coming from the mountains they come from every part of france maybe world and now they live with the the passion
0: that brings me to the question if there's any myth around the job you know, like, do we? If I look at it from the outside, it's like a dream job. You can do what you like. You can be free. And is it always heaven?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's the life, you know. So <laughs> you can see the life in pink or in black for every job. Me, I choose to see that in pink. But mm-hmm. uh, if I have to find a bad point of this life is maybe the family and the girlfriend because you are maybe far of your family but now it's uh, a good plan uh, for my family to come in holidays to see me on the winter or in the summer but you are not uh, here every day for that and you have to find a girlfriend Can follow you so Mm. uh, job uh, maybe movable
0: I see maybe some uh, remote work smart work like we say in Italian exactly that that it's more and more possible so yeah that's for sure but it does require kind of planning and, and, and be, yeah, like you say, being sure that this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You think uh, you're going to continue this path?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no plan B. No plan B, <laughs> <Okay>. sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, for sure, continuing actually. Totally in form. Maybe uh, I think uh, to quite this thing when uh, when I'm too tired for doing that and the passion is not the passion. When I okay. finish for riding, and riding is not a pleasure, I think it's the time for finishing
0: that. Mm.
1: But it's not okay. the case, actually.
0: And do you have projects uh, for the future related to, to, to your life uh, as it is today?
1: So the winter not changed. The winter, I'm pretty happy like that, doing free time, competition, working, chilling with friends, uh, riding. The summer, maybe the plan is... Uh, to open uh, maybe more school in other countries, discover some new spots, and opening a little school uh, to, to share a passion. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe this is the plan.
0: Okay, sounds great. A great plan. Uh, to finish, what uh, do you learn from the past that other people could um, learn from?
1: The only thing I learn, I think, is the brain. The brain say to you, maybe I'm afraid to to do this plan because I'm not sure about winning that, maybe you got some perturbation, but no if you are if you want something and you give a one hundred or maybe two hundred percent. For winning that, for sure you win. Every people can win. Just make the maximum chance for winning that.
0: Great. I completely share with you (laughs) this view. It's not always easy to trick your brain sometimes, right? Because uh, (laughs) it's the mind talking to you, uh, uh, giving you doubts. And one last thing, uh, what advice would you give to a young man or a young woman who would like to enter this line of work?
1: So, first, just to be sure, it's a, a passion and you are pretty good with the relationship with the people. You really like, enjoy that. And after being good in sport, for sure, and do the maximum for that. But uh, no, it's not a, a big big plan to, to, to do the same thing like me. You just have to be patient and work. Work is the key.
0: Thank you, Arno. Very nice to talk to you. You're welcome. You know that during our lifetime, on average, we spend 90,000 hours, meaning over 11,000 days, that is 30 years working. That is one third of our life. So take a moment, a month, a year or more if needed to figure out who you want to become because that will be an essential part of your life. Like Arnaud says, help your brain take the direction you want to go. You can do anything if you set your mind to it. Everybody can win.